Oh, it's a beautiful day. And isn't it been a beautiful week? Every, man, every day's a gift this week, isn't it? Now, around 2 or 3 o'clock, I start to wonder if it's a gift. But I know that in the mornings have just been beautiful. It is Senior Sunday, and I'm so glad you're here today. We don't have a whole lot of seniors with us, but we have a few. None? Okay, it's okay. I'll talk to the rest of you as if you're seniors, all right? Um, I would like to start by saying uh, congratulations to the senior class of 2020. Uh, on one of the most ingenious schemes in all of history. I've never seen anything quite like it. I don't know how they did it, but 2020 has been the biggest senior prank on record in history. It's good. We're done now. You can stop. Um, It'll be funnier second service if they're actually here. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I just try out my jokes in the first service. Maybe I'll just change it. Uh, I did want to just talk to you just for a few minutes today about something that I hope um, and I think that you guys can learn from this too um, even though this is really the first couple of these little sections in this sermon is to our kids students I think that uh, this is some things we can learn from I hope as we prepare to move into this next chapter of life uh, you remember those moments whenever y'all were kind of getting into that next chapter and sometimes we have those uh, even still we have little chapters of our lives but But something miraculous, I believe, happens whenever you graduate from high school, whenever you kind of leave that nest into your own life. And it's something that that I believe um, has the uh, possibility of changing our life uh, for the better. And it's that one thing we bring with us as we leave our families and we take it into the new life that we create. And that something miraculous is the faith that we have. And our faith has been, it it grows and develops from those moments when we're really young. And the faith that we have, we usually take with us. There are some people who choose to leave it behind. But, But we take that faith with us. And I believe that the faith we bring with us into each new chapter of our life has this potential to show us some miraculous things. Now, I'm going to come right back um, to the students here in a moment, but I wanted to talk to a lot of our adults here in just, um, for just a second. You know, we have, as you see in this video, we have an enormous responsibility. We've helped launch, raise, and then launch a whole new class of students into the world. We have a huge responsibility as these children are growing up. And just because they're not our kids doesn't mean we aren't involved in raising them. That old African proverb, it takes a village to raise a child. I remember people pushed back against that because a Democrat said it. But it's an African proverb and it's old and it's true. We all help each other raise our kids look at our I mean how many times have you disciplined someone else's kid by telling them stop running right you'd probably do it quietly because you don't want their parents to get mad but used to it was not quiet when I was growing up man I was disciplined by every mother in that entire church and I am a direct result of that love and encouragement (laughs) and sometimes punishment you know Our responsibility is to show these children our faith, to show these students our faith. You know, we're we're not supposed to talk about it, 
We're supposed to show it to them. We're supposed to live it out. And we are either, we're communicating something. So we're either showing them our belief, we're showing them our confidence in God and our strength that we have from our faith, or we're showing them our fear, our discouragement, or our anxiety. Because we're showing them and communicating something. They're going to see our belief in our actions, in our choices. They're going to hear it in our words, and they are going to read it on our social media. What we believe to be true. And the faith that we have, that we show our students and those people around us are going to be caught. The faith is going to be caught by them. I've said this before, faith is, it's hard to teach faith. Faith can't be taught. You can teach information, can't teach faith. Faith cannot be taught, it has to be caught by you, by others. And this faith is going to be taken with them. It's going to be incorporated into their walk and their actions and their responses, how they love one another. And sometimes parents and, and adults, we begin really well. I mean, we start really well. And whenever those kids are really little, sometimes, man, we get it so right. Kind of like this video right here of a girl who has learned some scripture. Let's watch this. Is that awesome or what? She had to turn the page because she's seen that. And just listen to how she says it. She's heard that a time or two, hadn't she? We have such high hopes for our kids, but we need to remember it doesn't end whenever they're not necessarily children anymore. Our jobs as adults aren't over. Our faith is still being noticed. Our faith is still an opportunity to show people something miraculous the truth is our faith is being developed from the moment we're born and we have been taught the information but we need to remember that information is not enough some of us can really remember those scriptures we learned as a little bitty child and but but the information isn't enough it's it's what we do with that information that is what is going to help us from this moment on i mean we've seen people in church okay students you've seen people in church they wrestle with their faith right you've seen them and some of them do it really well and some of them have not done very well with that we need to remember there's going to be hypocrites everywhere you go so if you're worried about 
going to a church because there's a hypocrite there. Just remember, as soon as you go, there will be one more. Because at any moment, it's kind of us too. Some people wrestle and they do it great. Some people wrestle and they don't handle it so well. But again, their faith, the people that you're seeing, is not your faith. Just for all of us, the other people's faith is not our faith. You know, from this moment on, the faith that, that we claim, it's ours. It's no longer our parents. It's our faith. And the life we choose to live with that is a direct result of it. So I'm going to get right to it. Several times in Scripture, we see this little phrase, your faith has healed you. Your faith has made you well. And I think that there is something to be said about that. Because remember, miracles is a glimpse into the kingdom of God. And so when we talk about faith in Scripture, there's so many different things that we could, um, you know, read about but I wanted to do two stories and I have a point all right um, Luke chapter 7 and Mark chapter 6 uh, Mark chapter 9 so in Capernaum Luke chapter 7 there's a man who was really uh, helpful to his Jewish community he loved this place he loved God and so he built them a synagogue and his servant was sick he found out Jesus was coming in and this is what happened he was not far from the house when the centurion set friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself for I don't deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I did not consider myself worthy to, be, to, to come to you. But say the word and my servant will be healed for I myself am a man under authority. With soldiers under me, I tell this one go and he goes and that one come and he comes. I say to my servant, do this and he does it. <clears throat> There you go. And when Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him. And turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. This man is confident. This man is sure. And he has faith. Jesus is amazed at this man. And then you have this story in Mark chapter 9. A man's son is suffering from possession. Since he was a, a child, he's never really had a normal life. We talk about difficulty. This man's desperate for a miracle, but none have, has, has come. And so Jesus, his apostles can't even heal this man's son. So they bring him to Jesus, and then Jesus shows up. And the, Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It's often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, Jesus said, everything is possible for him who believes, for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. These two stories, and we need to remember that a lot of times we want to think of ourselves as the centurion. We want to think of ourselves as someone who will believe no matter what happens. We want to believe that if something goes wrong, our first thought is to trust that God's going to take care of it. But in reality, all too many times we're like this guy. Completely lost control of our situation. We're getting swept up from here to there each and every day. And sometimes we are not in control. We are at the end of our rope like this guy is. His belief had suffered because his situation was so overwhelming and he had lost control. And then Jesus caught on to his words, if you can. How many times had this man been let down in his life to the point where he wasn't 
sure anymore. It was as if his faith was his last resort, a last ditch effort to find a miracle. And Jesus shows him something in that moment that everything is possible for him who believes. We're still a little skeptical about that one though, aren't we? Everything? And this is my point. Okay, the faith that we have, it's your faith. It's your faith. You can't blame someone else because of your lack of faith, y'all. It's your faith. It's yours to grow. It's yours to develop. But hear this. Faith is not an exit strategy. Faith is not something that should be the last thing that enters our mind. Prayer shouldn't be the last ditch effort to try to solve a situation. And if you don't believe, you need to remember God will help you with your unbelief if you ask him. He wants to show you some amazing things. So instead of faith being an exit strategy, let faith be an entrance strategy. An entrance strategy. Enter into every situation with faith, knowing that God has you. This is something that you can still take into your life. Wherever you go, whatever chapter's next, know that God has you. And let your life show others the faith that you have because the more faith you have, the more contagious it will be. And I believe the more faith you live and show, the more of God's kingdom is going to open up to your eyes. You're going to see some amazing things if you believe. So I'm going to encourage you, whatever faith you have, own it. And if you need more, ask God. Rely on one another. Grow and develop your faith. We have people here who would love to walk alongside of you as you do that. Because we believe very strongly that miraculous things will occur for those who believe. Anything is possible. I'm going to close in prayer and then we're going to sing and I have one last little bit before we wrap it up for the day. God, thanks so much for this day. We pray that you would help our seniors, our students as they kind of walk into this next chapter, help their parents as they are unsure as walking into their next chapter too. Lord, we pray that you would help us to be people who believe and those of us who are having problems believing, Lord, please help our unbelief because we want to see some miraculous things. Open our eyes to the world that you call home so that we can join you there each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand together and sing. Jesus because of his faith. There was another moment when Jesus goes to his hometown and the people start to, to look at him and say, wow, this guy knows a lot, but isn't he Mary and Joseph's son? And it says that the more they looked at him, they took offense at him. And this is what it says. It says he could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but Jesus right here, he was amazed at their lack of faith. So I'm gonna encourage you this week Live as someone who amazes God. You know, God can still be amazed, right? If Jesus was amazed, God can still be amazed. Live as someone who amazes God, not through your lack of faith, but through the faith that you suddenly this week completely own and lean into 
because I believe that God wants to be miraculous not only to you but through you amen okay bless our seniors as you leave today God be with you thank you